Welcome to the Agronomy and Farm Management Podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Elizabeth. Thanks for joining us today. During our interview with Dr. Ian Sheldon, he went into a great description of why the trade war won't fix the trade deficit. We didn't have time for it in our regular podcast, but wanted to share it with you nonetheless, so here's a short bonus episode on the trade deficits. Enjoy! In other words, um, two, several things. One, the reason we have a trade deficit is because we have a very high consumption rate in the U.S. We have very low savings rates. And the, the, and the only way, so in other words, aggregate, aggregate demand in the U.S. exceeds aggregate supply. And the only way you can solve that is to import more than we export. And that is not going to go away because you, you start to trade war with China. The only way to solve the trade deficit is if we went to what we, in economics we call autarky, which means we don't trade with anybody. We just close off, we just close off the U.S. We would solve the trade de- deficit, but we would cause a we would cause a recession and the GDP would, would would fall. I mean, any trade economist would tell you that. The only way we're going to resolve the trade deficit is to save more, consume less. And the problem is we're running up a bigger fiscal deficit and the fiscal, you know, the budget deficit and the budget deficit is feeding into spending, which is just, you know, we're running, the US economy is at full employment. We're we're at pretty much at maximum production capacity. The only place that extra demand can go is into imports. And remember, what is the Federal Reserve doing right now? It's raising interest rates. And when you raise interest rates, the dollar goes up. If the dollar goes up, that hurts exports, makes imports uh, more attractive. And it's, and the other thing we know is that when you raise tariffs, tariffs do two things. One, they raise the value of the dollar because we as importers are no longer spending dollars to buy those imports. So there are fewer dollars flushing around the, the, the currency market. So that means the dollar goes up. At the same time, the Chinese are exporting less to the U.S. So the Chinese currency is actually depreciating against the dollar. So the dollar's going up, the Chinese currency is going down, which means that the trade surplus with China can only go one way, which is up. Because imports from China are getting cheaper, exports are getting more expensive. And so from a macroeconomic standpoint, tariffs are a bad way to solve the trade deficit, unfortunately, and you won't find any macroeconomists worth their salt out there that will be saying anything any different to what I'm telling you. Um, so I, to me, this is, I hate to say this, but I think this is policy incoherent. The tariffs aren't going to solve the trade deficit and running up the budget deficit is only going to make the trade deficit worse. And as, as the Federal Reserve ratchets up interest rates because we're at full employment, um, and there are other reasons why the U.S. trade deficit will continue. The dollar is still the number one currency in the world, what we call a vehicle currency. And so it's very hard to solve the trade deficit uh, under current circumstances. Now, a lot of economists say we shouldn't care about the trade deficit. All the time, foreigners are willing to buy U.S. treasuries and other security, um, U.S. dollar-denominated securities. Who cares? But other economists do care. Uh, economists at the Peterson Institute say that 
we're increasing the amount. So the way this works is the trade deficit goes up, so we're, we're importing more than we export, so that's an outflow of, of money. So the balance of payments balances because foreigners buy American assets. But if they're, if they're investing in the US, that means our obligations to foreigners, our net obligation to foreigners is actually increasing. And it's now nearly up to 50% as GDP. So that's on, we have a negative net investment position in the US. And it's getting larger and larger every year, the longer we run a trade deficit. And that means that when the eventual adjustment of the US economy comes, i.e. the dollar depreciates, eventually the dollar will depreciate one day. Okay? The longer we go on running, uh, a trade deficit and the longer we go on running a negative net investment position the tougher that adjustment is going to be so the bigger the, ad the adjustment in the dollar and the, the worse the uh, job wage inflationary effects are so big depreciation causes big inflationary pressures in an economy between the federal reserve to control inflation and so economists at the peterson institute say we need a controlled depreciation of the dollar at the same time as we bring down the budget deficit. So what I'm telling you is this is a macroeconomic issue, not a trade flow issue. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, I'm not going to say it's a myth, but it's, you cannot solve the trade deficits that the US has with the rest of the world um, by rewriting trade agreements. It's, it's, it's not going to fix the problem. I mean, think about China raises tariffs on soybeans, so it diverts imports away from the U.S. to Brazil. Um, China can start diverting exports away from the U.S. towards Europe because Europe is not placing tariffs on Chinese imports. So ultimately, um, unless U.S. savings behavior changes, the fundamental reason for the U.S. trade deficit will not go away through rewriting NAFTA or starting a trade war with China. I'm sorry, but that's that's the view of 99.9% .9 of mainstream economists. Just to throw another piece of gloom and doom, the IMF last week, early last week, said trade war continues, it'll start knocking points off global GDP, uh, which obviously is, yeah, the US economy is going gangbusters right now, but in the long run, we are part of the global economy, and if the global economy starts to shrink, um, that will probably hurt the U.S. will hurt U.S. export markets elsewhere. Um, and of course, as you know, the uncertainty about the trade war was bleeding into the U.S. stock market last week. Uh, part of the decline in stock prices was put down to one thing. The Fed might raise interest rates by more than we expected them to, and secondly, there is, I think finally investors are starting to wise up to the fact that this trade war is real and it's potentially expanding. So um, I just looked, uh, the Dow is up a little bit, the S&P is up a little bit, but NASDAQ was down a little bit. So I think markets are stabilizing, but we've had a sell-off, which I think was partly due to the trade war and the prospects of that getting worse. So these things are all interconnected. And... Um, I, I am not as optimistic about the economy as maybe others would be because I think um, we've had the longest upswing 
we know that real business cycles go up and they go down. And I think there's going to be an adjustment. You know, as we reach full employment, the Fed is doing its job as interest higher interest rates kick in. That's going to, you know, put a dampener on the economy to keep down inflation. Eventually, if the trade war continue, continues, I think the, the downside of the real business cycle could be worse than, than it otherwise would have been if we continued to have liberal markets. So I'm looking much farther out than, than just the fact we had great growth in the second quarter of 2018, where I think a lot of exports were front-loaded. You know, the Chinese and others were importing more the U.S. was import, you know, was business were building up inventories. I think it's going to be interesting to see this third quarter and to see the impact on GDP. Um, yeah, it's hard to deny it. What 3.8, 4 percent growth in GDP, full employment, um, with the Fed adapting to inflation, that things aren't looking pretty good. But we need to think about the long run effect. Um, you know, interest rates. Uh, I think if you want to buy a house, I would do it now. House prices, I think, are softening a little bit, and you want to get in before interest rates rise a little bit. Anybody's thinking about buying a house. Thanks for listening to the Agronomy and Farm Management Podcast. Join us again in two weeks for our next episode.